Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. All right, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode on the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I am Taylor V, but I am not alone. I am so excited to bring you this episode because Number one, I normally talk to you about monthly and I'm two weeks in a row. So if you're addicted, please comment so that Holly will let me do more episodes and steal the podcast more often because I'm really loving it. Number two, because I have all of the MMC teachers. So I've done a series over the last three months introducing you to all of these people that I've been with over the past couple of years, and we've been learning alongside of each other. Um, and we've talked about them and you, if you haven't listened, then you probably don't know how epic these people are and all of the gems and value that they bring. So do that after you listen to this episode, but this episode is all about the manifestor mastery program, because now that, you know, it's open for enrollment obviously we have things to say and Holly is not here. So she gave us no scripts. Let me tell you what she told me to tell you. She told me to tell you enrollment closes on the 31st. And so you have, I'm sorry, enrollment closes on October 25th and the program starts on October 31st. So you have about a month, just under a month from this episode to sign up. Let the games begin. All right. So this episode has Rachel, Ryan, and Bailey, and myself, and we are um, taking over the podcast to talk about Manifestor Mastery 3.0. All right, people, say something so they know I'm not lying about you being here. Anybody? Yeah, it's really great that we convinced Holly to, you know, take a break from this so that the kids can kind of take over the podcast and uh, do whatever we want. So uh, hopefully she doesn't regret this. Hopefully. (laughs) There's no way she's going to regret this. <laughs> we cannot fail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for us all to be here. Yes. All right. So we are all going to do this in a very interesting way. So the first thing that the way I'm kind of facilitating this conversation, because I want to make sure that you as a listener really understand what this program is. I'm going to share a little bit about how we even got here. And um, we're all on Zoom uh, looking at each other and you're just getting the audio. So if we have awkward pauses, I mean, come on, y'all. There's four of us on an episode. Be gracious. All right. So here's the thing. We all have been in the Manifestor Mastery program since, when was it? Like 2020? Was that the, yeah, since 2020. And we have been we did manifestor the first round, and then we all came back as support teachers on the second round. And now we are kind of 
I don't know, like innovating and iterating for this third round. And part of this kind of started with or after towards the end of the second round, Holly kept saying, you know, I'm not quite sure if we're going to do a third round. And if so, I don't know when. And I don't know. I just had a creative urge. I I jumped in her boxer and I was like, so I don't know if I'm supposed to boxer you, but I really want a third round. And, and I really think that it needs to have more of an inter- integrated experience. I, I think that part of it is learning, but the other part is like being a manifester. And so many people, and this is me telling her, I'm like, so many people love you because you are so such a manifestor's manifester. Like you are Manny all day. You Manny hard, Holly. And people want to be in that energy and they want to own what it is to be a manifester in the way that they feel you do. And so how can we bring some of that essence, if you will, to the program? And she was like, okay, I'm listening. And that's when the conversations began. So I, I threw some things back and forth and kind of just laid a very, very small, thin foundation for us all to be here now and be able to say, here's what we want you to know. Here's some of the assumptions that you may have about being a manifester or about the program or about what it's really like to be in your design and living it, mannying hard all day. Um And here are some of the solutions that we've come up with that we know are transformative, in part because we all teach somebody something, but also in part because we are offering you our experience, our lived experience, and that's informing a lot of what we're bringing to you in this episode, but also in the program. And then the last thing is a little game I'm going to play with them because I'm a 1-3 and it's fun. Um, so let's let's get into it. What are some of the assumptions? Let's start with uh, Ryan because you know ladies be talking. So let's give him a chance. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Start us off. That was like probably not PC. Forgive me, I'm a Manny. Go ahead, Ryan. Um, yeah. So one of the assumptions that you know I think people can't have, um, you know, when investing in the program is when you get in, you're like, oh, okay. Well, being in this program, boom, I'm just I'm an aligned Manny. I'm going to have this amazing business coming right out of it. But it, you know, it takes time and you know, it takes time to really integrate. And, you know, there's still even things I'm integrating even two years later um, after yeah. going through the program. Yeah, I can, I can relate. I definitely thought, oh yeah, I'm just going to take this quick course. And then I'm just going to be a manifester, like the perfect one. Watch. Cause I'm a good student. It doesn't work that way. All right. Somebody else. That's your first line vibes there, isn't it, Taylor? You're like, I've got all the information. That's it. I've done it. That is so my first line. And if I did have line three, I would be fine if I didn't have two lines. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So I think one of the assumptions that I hear a lot is like, like this kind of the lone wolf idea of manifestors. Like they're here to like really do it by themselves. Um, And I really don't think that's the case. Like you're not here to do things by yourself. Like you're here to do things your way with your people, but definitely not in isolation. And I think the biggest part of my kind of just like human design journey and embodiment journey has been in conversation with other people and really having these deep diving conversations around this is the energy. How does this show up for me in a healthy way? How does this show up for me in an unhealthy way? And hearing other people's experiences as well, because you only have your chart, you only have access to your energy. And you don't really have these opportunities in real life to sit down and be like, yeah, so how does a defined root feel for you with an emotional like authority? 
you don't get that opportunity. And I think it's in those conversations with other people who are also deep in the system with you that you get to truly understand how you can live your design, how you can share this system in a way that's really supportive to the energies that also you don't have and just really use it to genuinely, you know, change your life and to change the lives of those that you're going to work with rather than just saying, well, I read that, you know, the defined route does this, like, but how does that show up in real life? And that's what you learn in conversation. Yeah, that's so true. I think a lot of my learning was in part the modules, but it also was the Q&A calls that we had or, you know, back then the program was structured a little bit differently, but it was being on the calls and hearing, you know, hearing you or Holly or someone else say, you know, yeah, it's this slow, you know, it's this non-sacral or sacral burnout. And I was like, I don't have those. I do have those for the record. I was wrong. I have them. I wasn't having it when that person was saying it, Um, but I wouldn't even know to look for it if it wasn't for those kind of conversations. So I agree. What about you, Bailey? Yeah. So one of the things I think we've talked about is what we learn about manifestors and what we've seen in a lot of content on social media, which is like, you're a powerhouse, just get out there and do it. And after you learn from a manifester, and especially after this program, the experience is so much different than that. And yes, we are powerhouses. And I will never deny that. Obviously, I'm very biased. But there's so much more to that. And there's so much into the rest cycle and how our energy works and so many other things that I think learning from a manifester specifically and now learning from a manifester Holly and then four other manifestors that have also added their energy into this program which is us like the possibilities are endless with this yeah no that's so that's so good I I do agree like there while others I think are looking in trying to inform us about what it is to be us sometimes I think that it could be positioned differently like this is how I experience you I experience you as a powerhouse I experience you as impactful and that may not be how it felt for you that may not be your experience but I think um at the same time there are moments where we feel like bad man pajamas. And we should be able to capture that and know like what part of my energy, you know, what, what was it about this experience or the environment that I was in, or, you know, know what part of my energy was kind of creating that for me so that I can leverage that. And I think that is, um, definitely something that that's available in this program. So we talked about some of the assumptions. I think my biggest assumption was just, like I said, that I could get in it, that I could just go through the material really quick. And that if I just intellectually understood the concept of a manifester, that then I would be masterful at being a manifester. And that's just like saying, because a baby is here, that they are ready to be a contributing citizen. And for the record, they are not. My children are very expensive and unhelpful. Um, And so I think that that's really what I want to make available in, you know, in this conversation is like permission to not be great at it, like permission to not even to really not get it in a way that that changes your life in the way that we, that you may hear a manifester should be able to act and function. You may not be wielding your power that way. And that's why there's a program called Manifestor Mastery, because it takes some effort and investment. If it's not money, it's going to be time or both in this case. 
So super cool. Okay. So each of you have been really um, involved and invested in adding different um, aspects to the program. So it has iterated from 1.0 to 2.0 to now 3.0. And so I want to make sure that our listeners hear kind of what you are bringing and maybe even why you chose that thing or kind of, you know, just tell us a little bit about it. Like, just don't be too quick. Tell us, really give us the juice. Like, what are you doing in 3.0? Okay, let's do it. I'm going to do a pick. Let's start with Rachel. Yeah, so I'm bringing lots of like deep invested community kind of um, embodiment calls. So this is going to be focused on what you're learning currently in the program and a little bit of extra Q&A around what that energy is, how, why it's important, how it shows up, but a lot of what does this look like in real life? You know, like how do I navigate being a manifester and owning a business with an open heart? You know, how do I navigate moving through the world, living in this fast paced society, but with emotional authority and being able to take these pieces as you build and grow and learn your um, human design and your gene keys and figure out how does that make sense in my life? What can I actually do with this information and really help people to live in their design. So it's going to be that like just really deep and vulnerable conversations around all these topics that you're going to be studying. Um, that's going to be obviously led by me, but mostly everyone in the program sharing their experiences and using that time to really ground into this information in order to build a foundation for what they're going to do with their lives next. I love that. So I think though, Rachel, you have done some additional study, an extensive study outside of the Manifestor Mastery program. And I think that if I'm not mistaken, we now have kind of like two tiers in the way that this program is being delivered. There's a Manifestor Mastery program, and then there's a Manifestor Mastery certification. And most of the material that I understand you to be bringing really brings a level of depth to the certification level. You want to tell us a little bit about maybe that distinction and what you're looking for in that level? Yeah, so the level of information that I'm bringing is going into the Manifesto Mastery certification, which is going to be the certification level of this program. Um, and that's because it's going to go deeper into this information and really allow you to embody this energy in a way that it's supportive and that you can share it with others. Whereas if you just want the information for yourself, then we have just the Manifesto Mastery program that you can go through, but it no longer comes with the certification. So yeah, I recently in the spring finished a year-long in-depth advanced reader training um, certification program. And yeah, just life-changing and everything I do in my life is grounded in that human design knowledge. And I'm excited to be able to share that in this much more intimate way with people and go into, you know, gates and channels and deeper into definition and all these different types of things that really allows you to use the system in a really grounded way, kind of moving forward. I love that. I think one of the things that often is, um, misunderstood is that learning or mastering your design is so that you can teach somebody else or so that you can, you know, be a reader or a coach or something like that. And while that is a really 
useful application. I mean, I am a perfect example of somebody who didn't come in for all of that. You know, I took 1.0 and I found out about halfway through the beginning that like, oh, it's a certification and I could get all of that. But really for me, it was like, are you telling me that if I understand the way that I'm made to function and I can kind of curate my life according to my design that I can be impactful in the other areas. I had, I was already a coach. I was already a brand strategist. So it really wasn't about anyone else's design for me. It was about being able to own and create a supportive and exciting life for myself. And I think that's a very worthy journey. And I'm really excited that in this round, you get to make that decision consciously. Like, are you doing this for you? And if you are, that's amazing. And some of the other facilitators will talk about what they're bringing for that. But if you already know that this is something that you want to monetize, there's a level of depth and there's a way to think about human design differently than solely through the lens of your personal experience. And that I think is an asset that Rachel really brings to this program. And you know, if this is you. Or, and if you, if you're an emotional authority, you probably don't know, which is why you have another month. All right, let's move on to Bailey. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if you're an emotional authority, you actually don't know right now. And that's totally okay. So for this round, I am bringing reflection calls. So they are a little bit different than what Rachel is doing. Mine are a little lighter, let's say. Rachel brings some like serious knowledge to her calls and mine are more like, okay, you've learned this. You've had some time to marinate with it now. Like, how is that showing up for you? Or how do you think it's showing up for you? And let's maybe go through this chart and see what we can all kind of pull from it. And let's, as a community, again, that community aspect, I'm bringing my two, four profile out we're reflecting on this as a group and kind of talking through things as a group after we've already learned it and had a little bit of time to sit with it. And of course I'm sharing like how this shows up in my life and kind of pointing out to you how it could show up in yours, especially like down the road as you're continuing to, I love the word marinate, as you're continuing to marinate with this content. I think that's so, and I think that's so important because one of the things that I observed in previous rounds was that when there's not a clear line between this is about knowledge and understanding and mastery of material, and this is about, you know, a lighter reflection, then sometimes it can make the conversation, um, it loses some of its flow a little bit, like when there's people in on the call who really want to get it from a, this is how human design works kind of way, that's a different energy or space to be in than someone who's like, I wonder if it was my route that had me wake up at five or yes. like, like, it's just most, totally, yeah, totally different vibes. Mm -hmm. It's the most like open head, open Ajna, yeah. like, well, maybe it could be this. Let's think think it from this perspective of like, oh yeah, maybe that is that. Yeah. So, so such different energy. And I think yes. that they're both so valuable. Like you totally. need the space to just kind of pontificate and just explore your own, watch, watch the thoughts flow through your crown crystal. Like you need those moments <laughs> and you also need the like, 
But for brass tacks, before you write it on somebody's PDF, that is not a channel or that is not a gate or that's not a thing. And, and I that's think that's my the- defi- that's my defined head notion of that. Like, yeah. We have a system, we know how it works. <laughs> yes, I love. Okay, so I'm a shores environment. So just seeing all of these like contrasts is like, this is exactly what I was going for, guys. Okay, so Ryan, tell us, what are you offering us? Yeah. So what I'm offering is integration questions um, to help with the integration journey. So as we mentioned, you know, you don't just come into the course and you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'm a manifester now. Thanks. We'll see you later. Um, you know, even and even based off of survey feedback that I conducted, you know, just seeing what manifestors needed from round two and then my own observation, what, what they need to integrate this even better. And the reason why I chose doing this was, um, you know, I'm a passionate coach. I've been teaching and coaching uh, the last 10 years and um, very, very kind of good at op- observing others and seeing what is needed. And so what I've done is I've channeled integration questions that are going to help, you know, throughout the levels of like, okay, you know, this is what, this is the right question that people need to hear um, in order to, you know, build this in. Um, and again, that comes from my defined Ajna too. So um, I, there, it just, I, I always apologize for my defined Ajna, but it's just, it's who I am. And it's, it's definitely like an awesome strength in this situation. Yeah, no, I think that is particularly powerful to keep this super meta. Um, Ryan is a splenic authority. So like when he says he channeled it or like he's downloading it, like he probably, this is how I picture it. So please don't tell people if I'm wrong, because I really want to be right right now. But like I envision Ryan going through the material and like having a splenic hit, which I don't, I don't really do all that. I'm emotional. So like he has a splenic hit and it's like, this is what we need to ask. And then he types it. And then we all like answer the questions and have this deep integration. Ryan, please tell them I'm right. 100%. Yep. Just go, it. Yeah. Just go through it. I'm like, okay. I, you know, I shut my brain off and just like, okay, <laughs> this is what we're doing. Cool. Did I put a punctuation? Yep. That, that's the only thing I use my brain for is make sure wow. it's a coherent se- sentence. And it's like, all right, on to the next one. Mannying hard. You can become a robot. <laughs> it's possible for you too. If you <laughs> sign up. All right. So I also, just because we're all with manifestors, just want to open up the platform. Like, what do you all need to inform about? What, what else Maybe that, you know, my structure didn't account for, but like what else needs to be informed about? And then I'm going to play a game. So, yeah, I think something that we witnessed in the last round, definitely like it's not easy being a manifester, you know, and you read all those things online about like what Bailey was saying, like you're a powerhouse, just go out there and do it. But like, it's difficult. And there's a lot of conditioning that you have to kind of deal with. And it's scary when you first step into being a manifester and you're like, Emotional wave says, quit your job, but you're like, what am I going to do? And it's really, you go to like your like generator friends and they're like, don't do that. That's madness, you know, because they have that more consistent energy, that mastery energy that we don't. And I think being in a program like this is so important to be surrounded by other people that can say, we've been there. It's scary, but you have it in you to figure it out. And sometimes as a manifester, you don't figure it out until you've leaped off the edge. And I think it's so beautiful to have a, an entire group of manifestors, bearing in mind that we're 9% of the world. You probably don't have many in your life. And having just us four and Holly and then whoever else is in the program saying the universe will catch you, you will catch you, you just have to do it. And I think that's something that you just don't get anywhere else. Yeah. 
Love that. Go. Ahead. Um, I just want to say that there's so many things like in this program that we have not even touched on and that we couldn't mm -hmm. possibly talk about in this one podcast episode. Like there are so many different aspects of being a manifester that if you're just consuming content online or if you've taken like a lighter course, like you haven't even got into what we are about to show you. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. The only thing I'll add, and it's been pretty much said, uh, but I loved it, especially from Rachel's early point about the lone wolf thing is it's just, you know, investing yourself and then invest, you know, it, being around other manifestors and having, being in this container of learning is just one, it's great for a connection, which we're always looking for more connection, you know, especially with such a rare type like the manifestors. But I mean, it just helps magnify the learning. You know, I can, you know, I can even just observe the people that come to the calls, uh, yeah, says the two, four, um, a two, four, like Bailey. Um, so, but it just, you know, you see some of the people that don't come to the calls and, you know, they don't, you, some of them often don't get as far into the content as the people that are like, okay, coming to the calls. I just love, I mean, even this is the way it was for me. I love just being in the energy of, you know, Holly and us fellow manifestors that provided me tons of value, um, even more so than asking questions on the call. So it's just, um, just such a rare, awesome chance to be able to connect. Yeah. I will, I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I will also say this. If you are an emotional authority, please go look at the sales page that I'm sure we have linked in the show notes right now Yeah, and read it over and see like the depth of what we're talking about and what's in this program and ride your wave and make the decision if this is right for you, because you're probably not feeling it in this moment. And if you do not know that you're an emotional authority, that's another thing that you're going to learn about. And it's going to be so darn freaking helpful. Taylor and I are both emotional authorities. And, and Rachel too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And Rachel too. So I think I speak for all of us when I say going through this program really helped us to figure out how we make decisions and to do that with a lot less turmoil than we maybe had before. Yeah. Way less drama. Definitely. I mean, not, like external drama, like you feel it inside, <laughs> but it doesn't make you invincible, but it does keep you from ruining your life just because you're going through an emotional wave. That would be great. Um, <laughs> okay. So the only thing I really want to inform about is that I think that sometimes when you can hear, when you hear things about investing in your own learning, you can assume that there needs to be a certain level of understanding you have before you show up to this program or before you invest in this program. And what I would challenge any listener, um, particularly those who are very new to human design or new to this environment, is that you are not investing in just learning human design or even just learning to be a manifester. If you have pulled your chart and you identify with any aspect that you've heard about being a manifester, you're investing in you. You're investing in your life. You're investing in what it is to be you and to gain the tools to live a life that feels peaceful and supportive for you. And this container may be super helpful to create in the life that you want for yourself. You're not investing in just being able to say you understand it, you're investing in not having to pay for other things that will never fix what really isn't a problem and to be able to identify what those things are. So yeah, Ryan. Well, and I, I 
feel the need to represent the Splenix on the call. Since, yeah, uh, please you do. Know, uh, so how I made my decision a long time ago, and this is, you know, for anybody that's Splenic that doesn't know how to use your Splenic authority yet too. Um, you know, the way I made my decision is like, okay, yeah, this just feels aligned. This feels good. And right there. That's, that's kind of like the, that's your spleen talking. Yep. That feels good. And then, you know, there's always this part where, because we're trained to use our brain, we go into our brain, go in the logic as well, you know, but then it's this much. What about this? What we start asking these other questions for the splenics out there. If it, if you see it and it feels good, that's a yes. If you see it and it feels like, nah, you know, before you, before you get to your brain analyzing it, then, you know, might not be aligned for you. Love that. I love that. Anyone else, you probably need to talk it out in some way. And if you need to talk it out, do that. Use some of the material. Even if you have an emotional authority, I think one of the things that I have noticed has been really helpful is being able to ask questions and being able to interact around the decisions that I'm making, not because they make the decision, but because they help the wave process. It helps me work it out. And knowing that none of the answers make the decision for me, but they help me stay in the moment long enough to get to the point of clarity. So I would just encourage you, ask the questions, um, show up for the information. When you see the post, interact with the material. If this feels compelling for you, or if it feels pulling for you in some way, don't disappear, show up, interact, and you'll get clarity over time. Or if you're like, Ryan, you'll be like, this is where I want to be. I know this is, and then that's your clue. All right. All right. So now it's game time. And I just came up with it sort of. So I was messing, here's the background. I was messaging with Holly uh, the other day about, I forget, being in business or something. And I was having her, we were joking about how we each have different parts of our design. And there's kind of like, we see it. If you look at your design as like a collection of all of your assets, it'd be really cool if there's like an online market where you could just be like, yeah, yeah, I'll trade you my defined root with a gate 52 for your like defined Ajna with gate 43. That would be great for me right now. And we, you know, you're making these bartering systems, I guess you could say, or giving people access to your energy so that they can get done what they want to get done. I think it's very communal. Some people might find this challenging. Nevertheless, here's the game. I'm going to ask each one of them, each one of these facilitators, um, what is an asset or energy or a center or some aspect of their design that they're making available to you, or let's say making available to the students in this program, this pro, um, for this round, what is something that they think, you know, students will really be able to engage with and benefit from? Obviously the answer is their whole design, but sometimes different containers, I think highlight or, you know, some of our strengths or some of our assets more than others. And so I really want them to inform you about some of the energy that you might be pulling on that you're doing so with their awareness. All right. Can anybody think of anything? Bailey. Okay. So, I mean, I kind of already answered your question, but I am bringing my profile. So I'm bringing the two, four, I'm bringing the connection and the community aspect. I'm bringing my very open head and Ajna. So we're kind of reflecting on like, Hmm, maybe that could be this perspective or, Oh, it showed up this way for me. Maybe it's because of this. So I'm also bringing that. And then I'm also bringing my conscious son, which is my personality, gate 53, which if you heard me talk about it in 
my solo episode, I'm very much exploring that right now. So I'm bringing like the expansiveness of possibility, which Mm -hmm. comes through again in my reflection calls of like, maybe it could be this, or let's look at it this way and that kind of thing. I love that. All right. So if you need some two, four, gate 53, open head Ajna situations in your life, you might want to be on Bailey's calls. All right. What about Ryan? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I've probably said it earlier before I have to go with the Ajna as the number one. I mean, oh, yeah. just, um, I mean, that's literally what I've done with my career is help improve processes. So it makes, you know, just seeing things as, as systems, but then also getting into a couple, couple other things I'll share is, you know, my defined spleen, very passionate about wellness. Um, I've been on this podcast before and talking about wellness and balance and, and helping people just knowing what people need to feel safe. Um, and that also goes into my gate 22, which is in my chart three times, including my conscious son. So gate of, or, uh, you know, the gate of 22 is the gate of graciousness or the gate of grace. So giving it as well as, uh, the energy of kind of part of the uh, channel of openness. Um, so making it safe to be open, making it safe to be you and get, helping support you in the way that you need to be supported. Even if you don't know how you need to be supported, I can channel and know how you need to be supported. That's awesome. So you don't have to know it all. I, we touched on this too in Ryan's episode is that sometimes we can be really aware of the problem and then assume that we also know the solution. And we often don't because we don't have the experience or the skill set or perspective yet. And so while you're learning, I think it's really helpful to be able to borrow um, a gracious perspective or gracious support. And, you know, Ryan brings it in spades. All right, Rachel, what are we, what are we bartering with you? So two things that I think I'm really excited to bring to this program. One is I have every single fuel gate defined in my chart. So that's six root gates, three head gates. And if you take the Manifesta Mastery Certification level, we'll learn all about streams and the types of gates that can really help deepen your knowledge there. So I'm really here to like kickstart people, to add that pressure, to move you forward and to move towards where you're meant to be and where you're going, which I absolutely love about my chart. But also my 3635 channel, like I am here for every single crisis, dark night of the soul, figuring out who you are. I've been through them all. I go through them all on a daily basis. This is my, it's the channel that makes me a manifesto. Like it really is the like forefront of everything that I am. And I'm always here to support you through all of those crises that you're probably going to go through as you decondition from life and, you know, step more into being a manifesto and like, I've been through them all. I'm here to hold and support and witness you. And we're going to find that growth point at the end. I love that. I love that. So we've put them all on the market and you're able to invest as it relates to me. I would say the, the piece that I bring or the energy that you're, that you have access to in this program, you've actually already been experiencing it. So I have a channel going from my emotional center to my ego, to my G center, to my throat, which means I'm really good about taking my experiences and finding what's valuable in them and then integrating it and being able to own it from a place of authority and communicating it that in a way that's valuable and useful and contributes to the experience of others. And so 
for me, the fact that we're in 3.0, the fact that you are having the opportunity to, to get so much knowledge and different from different aspects and different facets, you know, and, and that you're experiencing it throughout the podcast over the last several months, that has all been my contribution to your mastery in 3.0. And it's been an honor. So that's my asset that I bring. I'm super excited. Does anyone have anything else? Thanks for playing, by the way. Does anybody have anything else that you want to let us know before we go? Oh, Bailey. I just want to say that we've talked a lot about if this is kind of like the beginning of your journey, but I do just want to make it very clear that this program is not just for you if you're at the beginning of your journey. I know a couple of us came into the very first round having two to five years, I would say, of human design experience. And this is not like an entry level or a beginning only program whatsoever. We're kind of meeting you where you're at with this. That was super important to say, because it is not lightweight. No. This is a heavy hitter. <laughs> yeah. Ryan. Yeah. I'll just say that, you know, we're, we're biased and we're unbiased. We're biased because we love the program and we're, you know, why we, we, we share our testimonials on here. And we're just really just excited to connect with more manifestors is really why we wanted to do this episode. Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think that's a great uh, note to end on. We are biased. We've invested not just our money, but our time and our energy. Um, we've also benefited from this program and we're unbiased because statistically manifestors are not the majority. And so that means that there aren't enough experts out there in it, developing it, mastering what it is specifically to be a manifester. And we have happened to find a program that does, and uh, we want you to join us. I hope you will. See you in about a month. Bye friends. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today in another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. We so enjoy having you here and whether you are listening to my insights or the wisdom of one of our other incredibly talented manifesto specialists, we really truly hope that you have taken away power, transformation and wisdom about your own manifesto magnificence. Before you go and switch off, we would be so humbly grateful if you could take the time to either leave a podcast review right on the platform that you're listening to, or if you feel like it, please do a share across your social media. We love to hear how each of the episodes is impacting you, and we love to provide an opportunity for you to inform us via social media. So please share a story or a post about this episode and tag us at The Manifesto Community. Until next time, please, manifestors, keep hunting for purpose.